Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And how you guys doing? Welcome to episode 803. Don't forget to join us in the second half of the show later on with China Dow. Our readers' rides, man. We got a 94 sporty 1200. It is called the Blue Wave, and it's from one of our subscribers. Yes, it is Joe Brett's bike. That is badass right there. It's powder-coated, has FXDX shocks on it. Uh, yeah, that Sporty's freaking bombing right now, man. I love it. You know, I love Sporties. I love Dyna. One of the major reasons why is because in this big cities, man, you get in and out real quick in the traffic. This sucker is rocking right there, man. Great stuff doing on the custom work, uh, Joe. Rock on. If you want to put your uh, motorcycle and get it recognized right behind me on the green screen, you can do it by info at insanethrottlebikernews.com. Don't forget, I get a lot of these, so I'll try to get to you, man. I really will. I'm getting them in order as I receive them. And rock on with this bike, Joe. Rock on. As you notice, ride more, politic less, man. I want to give a big shout out to Sos the Ghost over at Demon's Row for sending me some bandanas and hats. I, you know what, China Dow really loves those bandanas. She can be wearing them suckers. Anyway, ride more, politic less is something I really believe in. And if you want to get yours, Go over to demonsrow.com to get yours. Get involved in the movement. One thing about SOS, I've been hearing a lot of innuendos and stuff like that about them. How all these shirts, all these hats, he's doing this, he's doing that. Really, enough's enough. It really is. He's doing his business, he's making his way, and you would think everybody would get behind him. Now, we've had our stuff in the past, we put it away. Grown men talk, grown men put stuff away. But at the same time, you still hear it, well, why is he doing this, or why is he doing that? Well, he's making his freaking play, man. He's really making his business, and you would think that all these people that talk about felons and prison and all that stuff, that you would be happy somebody is charting a good path forward into the future for themselves. But, as always, what usually happens is everybody gets butthurt and they start talking because maybe they didn't think about it. I know he was in a recent issue of Outlaw Biker, which is really cool. He's representing out there all the YouTubers, all the content creators, and he's repping the lifestyle as a whole. He really does care about this damn lifestyle. It took me a while to 
finally see that because different generations have different viewpoints. So get your ride more politic less hat, bandanas, shirts over at demonsrow.com. Don't listen to the haters, man. I especially love the ones that claim that, oh, you're making money off the lifestyle. Well, you know what? Thousands are. Everybody from vendors, everybody from corporations. You should be happy that one of your own is making a difference in their lives and being successful. Other people hate success. They really do. They can't stand it because they don't have it. But to be successful, you got to keep pushing, 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 pushing. Then you'll get somewhere because life owes you absolutely nothing. So, souls, rock on, man. Keep going. Don't let the haters get to you, man. Uh, we get them all the time. And you're doing good, man. You're putting a positive spin on everything. Uh, as far as the MC scene is concerned, and the motorcyclist scene as well. So, demonsrow.com, guys, go get your stuff right now. In the news, man, we have some eyewitness testimony to that motorcycle wreck out east, and also very sad. Very sad. A lot of bikers showed up for a funeral to a two-year-old that was murdered by his mother. And I don't know if it was the father, boyfriend, whatever it is. But they dumped him in a damn garbage can. And it's got me sick. And you can guarantee I'll be talking about this on the second half of the show. But let's go to this motorcycle accident right now. Riding for a cure, a motorcycle ride dedicated to raising money for cancer patients halted in a matter of seconds. We got traffic and bikes everywhere. Sky 4 with action cam capturing the bird's eye view of the crash. It happened in a curve of White Cloud Road in Allegheny Township. Biker Jason Ehrman said due to road construction on the ride's path, they had to take a detour. One of the bends... A rider overtook the turn or couldn't make the bend. He lost it. Uh, uh, someone behind him uh, braked hard. From there, a chain reaction. It's very windy. There's some gravel on that road. Allegheny Township Police Chief Dwayne Fisher said the convoy of bikers had little time to react. Several bikes went down or veered off the roadway. They have 30 bikes that are down on the road multiple individuals in the roadway. Meanwhile, Ehrman in the dark to what had happened behind him. Went to the next stop. We, as soon as we knew everything was going on, found out, got phone calls. Everybody did what they could do to check on everybody. Fortunately, many were able to come to a stop, but some were hurt and rushed to the hospital. There's two that went to the ER, two went to the trauma unit. Ehrman acknowledging the risks that come with riding motorcycles. Riding's dangerous. It's a risk we all take, but we enjoy it, and that won't change anything. And cheap. Tough stuff, man. Really tough stuff. And I know what? There's going to be a lot of pricks out there that are going to be talking about the guy and the way he talks instead of focusing 
on the accident itself. And it says a lot. When you do not know the roads or the route you're going to take on a run, it can be very dangerous because the road captain don't know it, uh, the one leading the pack, whatever. And that's going to affect how they lead that pack as far as speed is concerned, uh, the staggered formation, the whole nine yards. So you got to know what you're doing on them roads. If you got to do another route, run that route first, man. So hopefully everything uh, turns out all right on this one. Going to this next story. If it don't uh, give you a tear in your eye, something's wrong with you. Something is. How can somebody be like this, treat a child like this, kill a child like this, is beyond me. It is sickening. They're not human. Let's just put it that way. They're not human. Plain and simple. Check this out. Today to remember the life of a two-year-old boy who was killed last week. Funeral services were held today for Ezekiel Harry in Thibodeau. Homo police say he was killed by his own mother and her live-in boyfriend. Sam Winstrom takes us there. It's always in the most tragic situations that we see our community come together. And when the time came for one Homa family to bury a two-year-old child, hundreds came out to make sure they wouldn't have to do it alone. As Ezekiel Harry's family said their final goodbyes, hundreds of bikers gathered outside the church there to support Ezekiel's family on the hardest ride of their lives. Our heart goes out to the family and big condolences, and we're just coming out to support for whatever the cause is, whatever the situation, and let them know, hey, we're here to support you. The riders came from across the country, moved by Ezekiel's tragic death. The two-year-old boy's body was found abandoned in a garbage can after police say his mother and her boyfriend killed him. It sent shockwaves through the community who couldn't shake the image of an innocent child just two years old thrown away like trash. When a child get killed, this has to happen. Everybody has to show up. Period. And not just for one day. Mike Willis said that he's been to too many funerals for too many children. He believes that unless we make a big change in our community, tragedies like Ezekiel Harry's death won't stop. We just got to figure out what we're going to do as a people. Period. Because these kind of tragedies are going to keep occurring if we can't figure out how to send people in the right direction to get counseling and everything else. So we've got to do better, y'all. Now, Ezekiel's mother and her boyfriend were arrested on first-degree murder charges. Officials say that they could face the death penalty. Sam Winstrom, Eyewitness News. A little baby. Can you believe how this country has lost its soul? How a lot of people have lost their soul where they can just do something like that. No morality whatsoever. What did that kid ever do to anybody to deserve something like that? If you didn't want them, why didn't you give them up for adoption? Sign away your rights and move on with your lousy, no good life. I'm not supposed to judge anybody the old man upstairs does. But hopefully he has a special place 
in hell for you for what you did. Your own kid. And when you go to prison, I hope your life is miserable. There is no coming back from something like this. None whatsoever. I hope you rot in there. I, I, I really do. I hope you rot. We'll be covering this uh, more in the second half with China Dow. Now we have Fox 23 News. Couple riding with motorcycle club arrested after causing damage to police car. There they are, Mike Duvall and Alicia French. What is she doing with him, man? She's like, she, you know what them lips with them, I ain't going to get there. Anyway, Tulsa police say they saw a group of 30 to 40 motorcycle and dirt bike riders near 35th and Memorial trying to take over the street. And let's be clear, the media has been calling these people bikers and now motorcycle club, I guess. That isn't the case, man. You're making us look stupid. We don't do this kind of nonsense. Get that straight. They were blocking traffic, popping wheelies, and performing other antics as they drove slowly on South Memorial. Many of the riders had removed their tags, making it difficult for officers to record them. Officers attempted a traffic stop on two Honda-grown motorcycles. Yeah, you're going to, uh, like, uh, evade on a groom <laughs> that were riding near the rear of the pack. Both of the riders had removed their tags. An officer attempted to talk to one of the riders that had refused to stop, but when he opened his car door, the driver accelerated, striking the door of the police car and causing minor damage. The riders drove at an excessive speed, what, like 40 miles an hour for the gnome, uh, ran stop signs, uh, red lights, and drove into opposing lanes. Uh, ironically, the GoPro cameras the couple wore on their helmets provided video evidence of their flight and dangerous actions. Karma is a bitch. Karma is a bitch. <laughs> but they ain't bikers. They're not in the motorcycle club. Get it right. We're going over, I believe, to New Zealand, you crazy suckers. Gang member. Now, this is the headline. This ain't for me. Gang member punches man repeatedly in the head, brandishes a knife, and threatens to kill him. Not cool. Uh, in retaliation for a police report, a gang member punched a man repeatedly in the head, brandished a knife, and threatened to kill him. Wow, uh, that's messed up. Ray's Hatfield was sentenced in the Nelson District Court on charges of assault uh, with the intent to injure and threatening to kill. The police summary of facts said Hatfield, the patch member of the Hells Angels motorcycle gang, lives in a caravan at the Valley Motor Camp. At the time of the incident, his victim also lived there in a separate lot. The two men were known to each other, but not associated. Uh, they claim it goes into more, 
Uh, the victim was driving north as when he was overtaken by a car. As it passed, the passengers made hand gestures and yelled obscenities at the victim. And it goes on and on and on. And then uh, a scuffle occurred. And this is when everything happened. You know, you don't have his side of the story. So you don't know. But that's the story out of Stuff Doc. C-O-N-Z, that's what it is, by Amy Rideout. So that was our main story right there. Our thoughts go out to that kid, man. That It's heartbreaking to see how people are just animals. Just animals. Anyway, don't forget to get your ride more politic less over on DemonsRoad.com. Thanks, Joe, for sending in the pick of your motorcycle. It looks kick-ass. Uh, anyway, we'll be right back after this music break. Wow. 
more than just one type of music. World-class rock. It's like Captain Crunch, Honeycomb, and Raisin Bran. All in one bowl. Part of this nutritious breakfast. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. We've been in like a, a mini type of heat wave here. Yeah. And I love having rain, but I don't like it storming when I'm trying to do a show. No, that kind of sucks. It is like going crazy out there. Yeah. It just started, too, like right when I pulled in the driveway. So Why is it I like guess, karma, I guess I could say I brought it with me. You brought it with you. Maybe we should slap you or something. No. No? Rude. No. Why is that rude? No slapping people. How's your cooter pocket doing? My today? cooter pocket's fine. It's fine. It's not moist and smelly? Ew. No. <laughs> it was funny yesterday. We were uh, going to the store, and she lifted her arm and said, You know what? I can't stand this. I can't. I, I shave in the morning, and it's back in the, you know, at the end of the day. You're a fucking Sasquatch. I am not a Sasquatch. What is wrong with you? No, I'm not. Rude. I'm always rude. I came home and shaved. It's fine. Is it better now? Did you get like a razor burn or something? No. I didn't get razor burn. How do you even shave, man? You never use uh, shaving cream. You always use... Dry shave them pits with the razor. That's it. That's how you roll. Yeah. That's it. I just take the razor out and go, okay, here we go. <laughs> it's fine. You Whatever. need to put on uh, some like aftershave. Oh, no. That burns. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, <laughs> that shit burns. I don't know how you fuckers use that shit. <laughs> that shit burns. No, thank you. What in the fuck? Oh, wow. <laughs> is wrong with people? They suck? No, this goes beyond sucking. This goes beyond evil. How in the hell... Did they just throw that kid away like a piece of trash? That has got me upset since yesterday, since looking at this article. How do they do it? How do they even consider themselves human fucking beings? Two-year-old baby. Because people are sick. Sick don't even describe you know, this fucker. You know, what, you know what amazes me is that... Um, why, if you didn't want a kid, you know, there's many people out there that do. You're damn right. They would have took that baby in a heartbeat. Why do what you did? It makes no sense. Maybe they didn't put their crack pipe down uh, soon enough or something. Or he interrupted their crackhead party. And there's a high possibility with that one. Anything's possible. I know it's on disgusting. Mondays we do Serial Killer Monday. Yeah. And that's a subject that is where you get some history lessons. Mm-hmm. This ain't. This one actually pulls at your heartstrings. Not that the other murder victims are any less. And I was so happy to see bikers from all over the country to come to this kid's funeral. Yeah, I was really surprised when I saw that. They even show the fucking garbage can they threw him in. Yeah. 
And this was in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And we played the video on the first half for YouTube, but I want this to sink in. We're going to play it again. We are. Family and friends gathered today to remember the life of a two-year-old boy who was killed last week. Funeral services were held today for Ezekiel Harry in Thibodeau. Homo police say he was killed by his own mother and her live-in boyfriend. Sam Winstrom takes us there. It's always in the most tragic situations that we see our community come together. And when the time came for one Homa family to bury a two-year-old child, hundreds came out to make sure they wouldn't have to do it alone. As Ezekiel Harry's family said their final goodbyes, hundreds of bikers gathered outside the church, there to support Ezekiel's family on the hardest ride of their lives. Our heart goes out to the family and big condolences. And we're just coming out to support for whatever the cause is, whatever situation, and let them know, hey, we're here to support you. The riders came from across the country. Moved by Ezekiel's tragic death, the two-year-old boy's body was found abandoned in a garbage can after police say his mother and her boyfriend killed him. It sent shockwaves through the community who couldn't shake the image of an innocent child just two years old thrown away like trash. When a child get killed, this has to happen. Everybody will show up. Period. And not just for one day. Mike Willis said that he's been to too many funerals for too many children. He believes that unless we make a big change in our community, tragedies like Ezekiel Harry's death won't stop. We just got to figure out what we're going to do as a people. Period. Because these kind of tragedies are going to keep occurring if we can't figure out how to send people in the right direction to get counseling and everything else. So we got to do better, y'all. Now, Ezekiel's mother and her boyfriend were arrested on first-degree murder charges. Officials say that they could face the death penalty. I think the death penalty is in order. Do you not? I 100% I agree. Because what did the two-year-old do? So bad. And it seems like in incidences like this, it's always a boyfriend or something that's involved. You uh, have a well, single mother with a child. I don't know what it is. There's been a few instances where it was a single dad and it was a girlfriend. But majority of the time, it's the single mom with the boyfriend. There has to be a correlation in jealousy. cases like this. You think so? I think it's jealousy because the mom was giving the, the boy too much more, t- more of her time and more of her attention. What I don't understand is how the mother... And we don't know the details of it. No, because they don't. We're just give going any. on into when this, this is on. This is on our thoughts, right? Our, our personal thoughts. If that happened to her child, how the hell would she get involved in that? I don't. You know. You know what? Where was the call the cops? You know what? I think it was one of those situations where he probably told her that our lives would be easier, our lives would be better, we'd be able to do more things, blah, 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 you know. I think you nailed that. I think he fucked with her head. I think he did. I think he messed with her head. That's no excuse to me, though. It is no excuse. I'm just saying that... Well, I know that, but... From the very little that we have about it, because it doesn't give details yet... So we don't know exactly what happened. My personal point of view is that he fucked with her head so bad that she just went through, went along with it. Mm. 
because he probably said, like I said, that we could do more things. We'd have a better life. You know, you don't know. And until the details come out, we won't know. And going down that line of thought right there, it's funny how some of these women, they pick up the biggest bastards. What the hell is wrong with you guys? And I'm not talking about you. Why does it always end with a, a lot of these women picking some bastards? It can't be environmental like everybody says. But, uh, I mean, there's also two sides to the story, though. She could have been overwhelmed and she could have... I mean, there's a lot of women out there killing their kids. I'm talking about relationships in general. What about it? It seems like women just make bad choices a lot. And now, in this situation, it ended up in the death of a kid. Yeah. It's uh, bugging you, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Little bit? Little bit, but it's like I, I sit here and I can take it from both aspects, though. I mean... Men, men sometimes pick the wrong women, but... <laughs> very true, very true. It goes both ways. It does, but I mean, as far as this this story is concerned, it can go both ways, too. It could be his fault, or it could be her fault, because look at all the mothers that are drowning their children, and... Susan Smith. I mean, do you know what I mean? So right. it's like, she could have been overwhelmed. It could have been too much for her. I mean, I don't. we don't know if she has any other kids, because it doesn't say... Yeah. What I do see in that uh, video was the baby at the beach, and he looked great. He looked, you know, looked happy. Mm-hmm. I don't think there, there's any other way of saying I don't care about your fucking mental health at this point. You know what you're doing was wrong. You do. You know you were what you were doing is fucking wrong. What I don't get is how they put him in a fucking trash can. People are sick. How the hell do you put your baby in a fucking trash can? Well, there's there's women out there that are giving birth and they're throwing their babies and the, putting them in garbage bags and throwing them out. Right. Instead of taking them down to the fire department. Exactly, because you could take them straight to the firehouse and drop them off there. Any fire department and drop off your newborn. And they don't get in trouble for doing that. No, it's... They got a lot of those... It stays anonymous. It's safe laws or whatever they call it. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know where that would stand with someone at the age of two, but there's other options than what what people you know do to their kids well like you said they would have adopted this kid in a heartbeat two years old oh my god yeah kids are looking for toddlers you know people are looking for toddlers people are looking for newborns right there's so much other things out there that you could have done besides killing the baby (laughs) which disgusts me because it's like we have two we have twin granddaughters that are two I think that's why it hits us. But it's like, and it's like we—they were here yesterday. So it's like you look at these two, which amazingly the two-year-olds were behaving better than a five and a nine-year-old, which was very weird. But it's like I sit there and I'll look at the twins and be like, 
you know, hearing this story and then seeing the twins yesterday, it's like, how? Mm. How could somebody do that to it's such an innocent child? And what's even worse is this happens a lot in Chicago all the time. It really does. I think the reason why the article caught my eye was it was talking about bikers until I started getting it into the article and reality kicked in. Yeah. If there's anybody who deserves to be in hell, this has to be them people. Anyone that kills a child. What's even worse is when the the Maxwell story was going on, they were talking about a prison that she was going to. And it was nonchalant about, oh yeah, everybody's safe there molesters, women who killed their kids. I was like, damn, man, how bad is this shit? It's bad. Do you think it's just the times, or people have really lost their morality, man? I think people have lost their morality. I think too many people are out just for themselves and just don't give a shit about anyone else but themselves. We've been disconnected from each other. We're no longer a community. Because, like you said, everybody's out for their own shit. Yeah. Even when the kids get involved, it's like they don't give a shit. Maybe I think that's the reason why the abortion argument always comes to mind. How the fuck are you going to abort... A kid at eight months. Oh. Oh, speaking of, okay, that. Hopefully it's correlating with our story. I read a story this morning that Georgia is trying to pass a law that once you find out you're pregnant, you can claim the unborn child on your tax returns. Okay. What? Yeah, that's a whole different subject. I, but I'm just saying. I'm maybe, talking, that'll, maybe that'll talk women how to get an abortion because they get a tax write-off while they're pregnant. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but going back to this one, eight months, you know you're having a fucking baby. It's living. It's moving. And you have people that support these late-term abortions because they don't want the kid. You're in eight months, man. Give it up for fucking adoption. You got one more month to go. But I think media and society has pushed this narrative that are making people stone cold to what is right and wrong. That's just my opinion. You have to know what's right and wrong. I don't care if you're fucked up. Drugged up, you still know right from wrong. There's no excuse. Well, you hope everybody knows right from wrong. I mean, you're taught it when you're young. Are we, though? That's the question, though. Are they teaching things that they're supposed to be teaching their kids? That's just it. More and more people nowadays are having their kids raised by TV and and uh, DVDs and, you know, PlayStations and... The parents aren't interacting with their kids like they used to. Like our generation, our parents did. Mm-hmm. 
or even even our generation. When we raised our kids, they weren't glued to the TV 24-7. They weren't glued to tablets or freaking cell phones. And I hate that because... We played board games. We played, put puzzles together. We read books. We played with toys. I mean... What kills me the most is when people sit their kids in front of TVs. It's not the same as it was with us. We had just a few fucking channels. And they were always where you couldn't show specific things. And you couldn't say any specific words. Now it's like, holy shit. Yeah. And it does scare you when a two-year-old or a three-year-old, five-year-old knows how to use the fucking internet. Mm-hmm. They know how to use cell phones. I mean, uh, the twins, they're, yeah. they're two, and they know how to use a tablet to open up their little cartoons and stuff on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Which I I don't like the fact that our, all 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 our grandkids know how to watch YouTube because you know unless you're there's some fucked up shit on unless YouTube. you have like a kids YouTube or something like that if they have full access to YouTube there's shit that they can watch that you don't even know they're watching. I am glad that mandatory reporters are starting to step up, and I wonder if. Now, he was two years old, so he'd probably be, what, in a daycare or preschool? If he wasn't in a daycare or preschool, they wouldn't have known what to look for. Right. If he was was at home with a parent, then... It'd be too hard for them. It'd be too hard for a mandated reporter. But they're really stepping up. They go 100% now. Mm -hmm. They don't fuck around. Oh, no, they don't. If you have a fucking scratch, they're on your ass. What happened? Who did that? What happened? Who did that? Does, you know, the questions start? A lot of people get angry at something like that, but I don't. Because they're looking out for the kids. Exactly. They could ward off something like what happened here. I remember walking in your room when you weren't playing with yourself. Oh, God. Really? You had on the TV a case where all these social workers knew something was happening but didn't do nothing. Yeah. I don't know if you remember the kid's name, but they knew. Mm-hmm. Explain some of that case. Got off the top of my... You'll have to look it up. Uh... The caseworkers, everybody that was involved, even mandated reporters like teachers and whatnot, knew... That this child was being abused. He, of course, ended up getting killed. He died. Yeah, he passed away. Courtesy of family members. But, yeah, all the caseworkers knew. They reported, and after a while, they just stopped going to check on him. But there was like a dozen caseworkers that were actually sued. Mm Mm-hmm. And charged. They should have been charged. With the death of this child. You're damn right they should have been charged. Because of the fact that they knew what was going on and they didn't do anything to stop it. They should have removed him from the house, Mm -hmm. but it didn't happen. And I understand sometimes why now people say they don't believe in God or they're mad at him. 
because they see a child getting hurt like this or killed. And it's like, you first thing you do is ask yourself, why? Why would you let something like this happen? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you go into, well, you know, that's evil. That's what people do, and they're evil species. You would have never thought that as humans, we would do something like this to each other. No. And especially a fucking mother. Because let's admit it. Kids... They're closest to their mothers. They're inside them, born, raised, you know, by them. Well, it's like, I mean, our kids are adults, but it's like I could never, even no matter how angry I would get when they were little, I could never, ever in my entire life see me doing something like that to the kids. Well, I hope not. But I'm just saying, it's like... What What is going through people's minds when that is something you brought into this world? That child is what you brought into it's this world. It's a part world. of you. It's a part of you. It's a part of whomever you are with or whatever. How can you look at that child and look that child in the eye and do something like that? And they didn't ask to be with you. No, these kids kids do not ask to be born. I know our son jokes with me all the time about that. He goes, I didn't ask to be here. <laughs> <laughs> he says it all the time. But it is an interesting point where they don't. They don't get to choose their parents. Nope. If you're going to go and spread your fucking legs, not wear a condom, then you have a fucking responsibility when they're born. Yeah. If you're not going to take all the safety precautions and you know you don't want to have kids, then why wouldn't you take the safety precautions? Unless, of course, you know, there are some women out there that like to entrap the men. Well, that's a whole, you know, whole subject. But that's subject. a whole different ser- scenario. But, I mean, it's like that there's people like that. But it's like if, you're, if you can't protect yourself from ha- having a child, then, like my dad said, you made your bed, now lie in it. Right. But a lot of people now don't want to lay in their bed, and so they do shit like this. Did they even think they were going to get away from shit with this shit? Oh, I'm sure a lot of people think they'll get away with crap. Here you are, you killed your kid. You put Well, they the got garbage. grandparents, you got aunts. You don't think something's going to fucking You don't think go somebody's going to be like, hey, where's so-and-so? What the fuck where's has happened after so many times? Yeah. How come you were on the phone and normally I hear the baby in the background? Why don't I hear the baby? You know, something. Mm-hmm. You figure something would click. Somebody's going to figure it out. And I can guarantee you at court, you're going to see that mother crying. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, fuck you. And I Give can, her the death penalty. And I could tell you probably one of the first things they're going to say or that she'll use in defense, mm-hmm. postpartum depression. That don't last for two fucking years. Some women it does. Then some, they need to grow the fuck out of that. Some do. You really would take that as an excuse. I wouldn't take it as an excuse, but I know it's going to be, it, it most likely will be used as an excuse. Or she'll go and blame him that she was afraid, blah, blah, blah. It's going to be the he said, she said game. But That's at the same time, be. even if that was the case, you still should have stepped up to protect your kid. 
Even if you were fucking afraid. Or vice versa. If it was the mother, then the boyfriend should have stepped up. And said, you know, this ain't right. He should have went to the cops. Somebody should have. Not throw him out like trash. You can tell in the reporter's voice. I mean, come on. There's people that I've seen in news reports and on, you know, those the shows that I watch because I watch all those kind of shows that I watched one episode once that the mother killed their child and made it look like an accident. Kind of like Susan Smith. And they called the cops and everything and said the child fell or whatever the situation is. Mm. Of course, as it went on, they found the truth. But it's like, why couldn't they have done something? Hey, he got hurt. Call the cops. Well, that's why I don't understand when you take these kids to the hospital over and over again, why nothing's done at that point. Now, it is being done a lot more where they get social services involved. Right. It used to be, though, where it would go, well, he fell down the stairs, or yeah, she bumped her head. Oh, she fell in the bathtub. The next thing you know, the kid ends up dead. Mm-hmm. Kind of like in the incident you were talking about where all these social workers were involved. They knew it. Why didn't you fucking do anything? And it, Well, like I said, it wasn't just social workers. It was mandated reporters, their teachers, the nurses, the school, the principal. They all knew that something was going on. And didn't they try to get something done? But and it was the mandated reporters from the school... They're the ones that contacted the social workers. Mm-hmm. So basically, it it is now in their hands. So they did their job. They did their job by reporting it. Mm-hmm. They reported to the right people. It's the fault of DCFS or CPS or whatever it's freaking called in whatever state you live in. Because every state, I guess, has got different, different initials. It was at fault of those people because they witnessed the bruises. They witnessed the black eyes on this child. They witnessed everything, and they did nothing. Mm-hmm. They sh- every time there was a new, bl- the kid would have a black two black eyes. The kid would have uh, a broken, you know, body part, and they never removed him from that home. So he had them type of injuries, and it's like, you don't know what the fuck's going on at the point. Get the fucking kid out of there. And they didn't, and that's why a lot of those caseworkers actually got charged with the cause of his death. Then you hear the stories of parents putting their kids in cages. What in the fuck is that? Cages, under the stairs, locking them in the basement, closets. That's just not normal. Mm-mm. And there has to be some kind of preemptive behavior on the child's part that should be picked up on by these other people. Well, a lot of those situations, when you have kids that are locked in places in their home, they don't go outside. They do not leave the house. What about school, though? They don't go. So they actually keep them out of fucking school, They too. keep them out of school. They're, if they have the kids locked up in the house, they don't go to school. They get homeschooled. They don't leave that house. Now you're mixing homeschool up with, 
you know, because homeschooling could be a really damn good thing, especially now with all these. Yeah, but it's quacks. it's homeschooling where the parent that's abusing them is doing the homeschooling, so they have no reason for these kids to be outside the house mm. if they're keeping them basically captive in their own home. As a grandparent, though, if you're seeing this kind of stuff happen, why ain't the grandparents stepping in? They have to know something's wrong. They probably don't let the grandparents visit that often. They only let that them... That could be one reason. They're not going to let them visit that often. They'll let them come over when the kid's looking pretty good. Because, mm. I don't know. People are fucking gross. That's all I gotta say. They're They're gross. People are fucking gross, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, t- I'm so sorry, tired of saying that people are sick in the head. Mm. Because that's where they always go with it. So it's like the only thing I could come up with right now is that people are just gross. They're disgusting. Now they're evil. And that too. We'll be right back after this music break. We're going to be talking about what we were talking about yesterday in our last segment or our last episode... We're going to go and compound that about people getting in your head. I guess the time was right for us to sing. We take our time and live our lives together day by day. Make a wish Yeah. 
Get your most unbiased and trusted biker news now at HarleyLiberty.com. Founded in 2012, Insane Throttle Biker News has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene. Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Rock on. Yes, Jay, I think more women will be immune to the coronavirus if they just suck more dick. (laughs) I do believe that. It coats them and everything. Ladies, start sucking. (laughs) Maybe they should come up with a hauls for that. (laughs) No, that's nasty. Instead of instead of me having my uh, Jolly Ranchers, you're gonna be like suck on one of these, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's a semen halls. <laughs> That's just like uh, when I showed uh, or was talking about the Tulsa thing where that one broad was uh, busted, and she had the fucking creases in the lips. I was like, yeah, that bitch sucks dick. <laughs> yeah, you better not go there. It's true. Women with creases in their mouth suck dick. I don't have any. I don't know what you're talking about. Bullshit. Yours is wide as the Joker. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) That's just wrong. I don't know what you're talking about. I got that neck thing going. I don't know what you're talking about. You getting a kink? I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe that's why I get stiff necks a lot. (laughs) (laughs) It's not how I'm sleeping. It's your technique. It's what happens before I go to sleep. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Anyway, yesterday we started a, a conversation about getting into people's heads and how to avoid it. Yeah. A lot, and I have to say, man, you, you do do this shit to women. And it is mostly men that do it to women, don't you think? I think it is mostly men. I mean, of course, you're going to have that handful of women, but I think it's mostly men that do it. For real. And the whole thing has to revolve around sex. Yeah. I truly believe that. I Yeah. Definitely. Well, like we were saying yesterday, one of the, you know, one of the ways is about who initiates is all the texts and all the phone calls and all the conversation, you know, via social media. And nine times out of ten, it's always the woman, is, you know, initiating it all. He's not one that initiates it. Didn't you guys learn in high school, hey, you know, let him text or let him call you first? Wait two days. Wait two days. <laughs> and it never happens. You guys are right on the phone. You think you'd learn, but it carries into adulthood. <laughs> We're waiting two minutes after he leaves. <laughs> What's the worst to you as a woman that a man does to fuck your head up? What is it to where they lead you down a road that you weren't intending to go in on in the first place. Basically, filling your head with all kinds of empty fucking promises. Like what? I don't know. Uh, In the past, yeah, I'm sure you heard it from a friend or whatever of a situation they were going through. You've seen through it. Yeah. But they didn't. No. 
what kind of things you think they were told? Well, like, okay, this girl I knew, she was dating this guy. His name was Mike. Okay. This guy, Mike, is a snake. Mm. Okay. She, he used to tell her all the time, well, how he's going to get get her away from where she's at and take her to somewhere and they're going to have this great life and, you know, get away from all the madness and just all these empty promises, basically. Mm. And what made the woman believe in that? Why would she even... Because, because it. It, it's like it wouldn't just be a one-day conversation. Mm. It would be enforced like on a daily basis. It, it would just con- it would be pushed is basically the easiest way that I can state it. And she didn't see between the lines. No, no, she didn't. Because he'd pull the he'd pull out the I love you card and nobody's gonna love you the way I love you and like that's the kind of shit and that... what did you tell her I'm like uh he's fucking lying open your eyes pay attention he ain't gonna do what he's saying he's full of shit he's a fucking player don't fall for his shit but he loves me <laughs> <laughs> But he loves me. He he's gonna do this. He's he tells me all the time. And we hear and these it's like, stories yeah, all the time. And he's probably down the street with Susie, telling her the same fucking shit. Yeah, because we do hear this kind of shit all the time. But it's like you know, sometimes you got to get those you know beer goggles that you're constantly wearing, or clean your ears out with like extra large Q-tips. I don't know. Etch sketch some shit. Mm-hmm. Something. Because you got to wake up and smell the roses that then how did it 50% of the men out there are fucking snakes and they lie. Okay. I have to agree more than that. Well, I'm going to say 50 because there are there are good men out there. But there that there's like at least at least I'm sure it's more, but at least 50% of the men out there that are fucking snakes and all they're going to do is give you empty bullshit, empty fucking promises. And it's never gonna happen. And then it, then yeah. How then, did she end up alone, <laughs> single? <laughs> Why would you laugh at that though? Because I told her she didn't want to listen. I mean, I was there a few times with the conversation, and I'm like, I just sit here. I'd even tell him. I'd be like, dude, shut up. I know you would, too, because you say it just like that. Shut up. I'm like, stop talking shit. Stop filling her head with fucking dreams. So that right in front of get. her, you said that. Yeah. And what was his reaction? I ain't lying to her. I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> I mean, come on. You know, the one of the second things that we talked about yesterday was how he bails out on you all the time. Well, yeah, something suddenly came up. He couldn't show up. That's oh, all the time. Work, work called him in. Dude wasn't at... He didn't even have a fucking job, okay? <laughs> I don't know how the fuck work called him in. He and, made, and he made up he made up new jobs like every month. Mm. And she was with him for at least six or more months. At least. I don't know the exact amount of time because I started, you know, interacting with them after their relationship was already going on. So, mm. But it's like, you know, I'm like... When are you going to learn? I'm like, he was hanging out with you all last week. 
And now this week, you haven't even heard from him. Oh, but wait, next week's going to roll around. Five bucks says he freaking calls you. That oh, way he'd sure get a nut shit. off. Sure as shit he did. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I'd ask her, I'm like, do you even realize that the week he's not with you, he's probably with someone else? Right. I mean, it's like, oh, you got visitation this week. <laughs> next week, it's her turn. But mm-hmm. you don't know who her is. I'm. Come on, wake up. Smell it. And how did that affect her moving forward, though? Did she fall for it again, you said, or what? It took her a little while, and she fell for it, but, you know, she... She she was leery, kind of, like, on the fence, not sure, because she she had a feeling that the same thing was happening, but wasn't sure because things were worded different. And she still wasn't really reading between the lines kind of thing. Mm. But. It sounds like she should have turned just smart, lesbian. But she, but she smartened up. She smartened up. So it's fine. How did, uh, how did she smarten up, though? She caught on. She started realizing and thinking about what happened with this Mike dude. And next thing you know it. She was wisening up and like, oh, no, this, uh, why does this shit seem familiar? Why? Mm. Dun, 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 because it's the same shit, different guy. <laughs> but why did she allow herself to get into that position in the first place? You never got the answer to that one. Never did. That I don't know. Or did it just get where you didn't want to be around her anymore? I kind of, I kind of just like, mm. I, I don't talk to her now, so I'm kind of over it. What do you mean you're over it? I'm over being stuck and involved in her relationships. <laughs> you just don't like being in the middle of shit, but you get thrown in the middle of shit. All the time. All the time. I, I hate it. I don't like being in the middle of people's shit. But you always end up I in there. I always end up in there. <laughs> you know... I think another thing that they let, you know, that these these guys or women or women, I know Dark Soul, women do it too. Uh, they make you feel lucky that you have them. Like they are the cat's meow, basically. That and most of the time they ain't. You'll never have anyone better than me. I'm going to treat you better than anyone else has. Lies. All lies. And that's the thing. If it was in a man's shoes, the man should say, well, you did it once. And you did it twice. Why should I fall for a third time? Well, and I think one of the biggest red flags that should come up is like he. If he really gave a shit, he would introduce you to his friends. He would have you out and about in public instead of keeping you like I I call it keeping them keeping you in their back pocket Mm. where they don't take you out in public they don't introduce you to their friends so it's like it's almost like you're living two separate lives you got your life and then you got your life with that man Mm -hmm. it's like two separate lives and you should never live two separate lives you just have one life live one wisen up wisen up (laughs) (laughs) i mean okay here's another thing they're never there for you when you need them, they're busy. That's the thing. They're busy. They got to work. They got to do this. They got to do that. Well, some people got they, they got they got graduate you know graduation parties or they got you know, they, there's always something. 
where if you need him, like you feel it's an emergency that you need this person and they're just not there for you. Mm hmm. Or. But you keep going back for more. Oh, yeah. And then once you start to wisen up, you'll start noticing that their actions don't align with their words. <laughs> Most of the time, you should be able to see that from uh, Jump Street. But some people don't. There are some people don't catch on to it. Some people are bullheaded. Some people just don't. But it's like eventually you'll start noticing that their their actions are total opposite of what their words are. They're going to say this, say that, say this, say that, but their actions show you different. But you got to be able to decipher between the two. Mm. Why should you even have to be able to decipher between the two when it's a friendship or a relationship? You shouldn't have to because if you have to start deciphering between the two you shouldn't be around exactly i agree if you if you got to sit here and try and figure you know well i don't understand where i stand here uh is this a thing is this not a thing if you're questioning it it's not a thing it's really not if you got to sit there and question what what kind of relationship whether it's a friendship or or like an actual relationship if you guys sit there and question it and be like on the fence, it, it's just fall off that fence because it's just not happening. Mm -hmm. You should never have to question your relationship or friendship with anybody. And if you are questioning it, there's no friendship or relationship there. Mm. Plain and simple. Would you say your friend was weak minded? Yeah. I would say. But the good part is, is, you know, she's gotten stronger, so. Well, only time would tell that with her, but you haven't seen her. So. I haven't seen her. I've heard. <laughs> I've heard mm -hmm. that she's gotten stronger because now she's not taking shit, so. <laughs> I think, though, that <coughs> let's say if you, your hearing is true, which... You know, ten people down the line, it changes. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, you never know. You never know what's true or what's not. Right. I just believe if she went through it twice before, that a third time's right around the corner. I don't think so. I think she's, I think it's lesson learned. Lesson learned. Mm-hmm. Well, let's hope so. Yeah. I don't think we have to worry about the three-strike rule. I think I think lessons are wor learned, you know, batter up. She's you should get with her again and ask her about these things. Really? You shouldn't lose a friend over that. Maybe. We'll see. Or is it because of her choices in men that you didn't like? No. You I, women have some fucked up friendships, man. No, it had nothing to do with that. It's just, you know, she's like, why do you always got to act like you're right? And I'm like, I'm not acting like I'm right. I'm calling it how I see it. And if you don't like what I have to say, you don't, you can choose not to listen. You know what? That's why you never get into relationships. Man. I don't try. I got stuck. Because it always ends up your back fault. on you. <laughs> it ends up your fault. And you didn't do nothing but 
do what they wanted in the first place. I gave my advice. I gave. I didn't. It wasn't even giving advice. It was calling it how I see it. This is what I see. This is what you're telling me. This is what I've heard. So this is my take on what's going on. Mm. If you don't like it, then don't listen. I don't care. I'm just. You asked me what my opinion was. Here's my opinion. Rock on. Way to say that right there. <laughs> just saying. It's time to cruise with your sex drive. Grab onto your clutch, put your mind in the air for masturbation and sexual stimulation. Dare you to tell the truth and get your ass out of neutral. It's time to get your porn. Let's see if I can pick a better fucking number today. I've been getting hit with some wacko shit lately on this. 20. It's a nice, round, even number. Shouldn't come with no bullshit attached. 20. What is it? I'm not doing good at this. Anytime she laughs like this, I know I fucked up. Have you ever slept with someone within... No, wait. Wrong one. Hold on. Have you ever been intimate with something you have to blow up? (laughs) No, actually, I haven't. Basically, baby, have you ever fucked a sex doll? (laughs) Would you? No. You do? Oh, yeah, you do. You already do it with the vibrator. It's not a blow-up toy. This is a blow-up toy. You outside fucking flotation devices? What are you doing? No. No, I've never tried that. Never. Let me go blow up my. I, you know let what? Let me I, go blow up my unicorn floaty and play around. I with bet. The I, I bet no. that probably half of our audience has though. Played with a blow up doll. Yeah, because they're fucking freaks. They. Uh, it, it's a. It's a mathematical uh, fact. Uh, I swear, I'm blowing up that unicorn floaty. <laughs> you just sit on the. I'm horn. gonna play on the horn. Woohoo! Ride him, cowboy. Just kidding. Sixty. We're sticking with even numbers. <laughs> you think the even numbers are going to be good to you? Have you ever had sex outdoors? Well, yeah. And camping does not count. Hell, in the truck all the time. <laughs> Morbid goes number 13. <laughs> we did, we did that 13. One. We did 13 on Monday. What was 13 so they know? Because we did do that one on Monday. Yeah, Monday was number 13. And what was that one? About getting caught masturbating. Oh, okay. By yeah. your parents. Yeah. 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 But yeah, anybody, every, everybody's had to have sex outside. That's a high school tradition. All the way up. Well, let me think. Have you ever had sex outside? No. Never. No. Not even in a car. Well, yeah, in a car. A car is outside, But I think they're talking, like, outside, outside. Not in a building or a car or some shit. Yeah, I have. I've had. Jennifer Burns. Remember her. Like, I'm not comprehending how people have sex on the beach because I don't want sand places that it doesn't belong. You better make sure you got a good damn fucking towel. Or a blanket, something. That would be be fucking dangerous for a woman, wouldn't it? Dude, getting sand there. Ow! That's talking about a damn infection right there. And you don't like aftershave, but that's going to be a bad one. Dude, that's going to be some scratchy stuff. It's coarse. Ouch. No, thank you. I don't want sand where it don't belong. 90. 
Fucking A, really? Yes, we're going in the even numbers. I told you that. 90. Have you ever had a threesome with your friends? Yeah, hell yeah. Fucking A, yeah. <laughs> with your friends? Yes. Oh. Why not? Uh-huh. I'm... And by the way, men, those that dream about having the big old threesome with two broads, my God, is it a pain in the ass, let me tell you. <laughs> Talking about fucking jealousy, man. Here you are, you fucking them both, and next thing you know, you're giving it to one too much. Or, you know, you get your girlfriend or your old lady uh, that wants to have a threesome with some other broad. Next thing you know, you're living through hell for the next fucking six months. That happens all the time. <laughs> Am I right or wrong? It does happen. Oh, what the fuck? You spend more time with her than me. Eh. <laughs> See, I wouldn't look at it that way. I'd be like, go ahead. Bullshit. You're giving me a vacation. <laughs> Bullshit. I remember a time during the threesome you were fucking furious. Except for the one time. Except for the except for the one part. Because she liked ass. I didn't. You go ahead. <laughs> but you were a jealous motherfucker. No, I wasn't jealous. It was the fact that she crossed the line. Well, yeah. But it happens on there both are, sides. There, there are rules. There are rules that were in place, and this bitch was living with us. Mm. <laughs> she crossed the line. Things aren't supposed to occur while the other one is at work. That's where the problem is with men. When they go and out her, looking for a broad, and, the broad always falls in love. And her dumb ass sent me a damn photo it happens. And y'all were doing shit while I was at work. It no. happens. That broke that broke broke the rules. Yes, it did. But women break rules all the time. When a man goes out to look when a man goes out to look for a woman, they always fucking fall in love. And that's breaking the rules bigger. Oh, Jay Spike wants to know how many men how many of y'all have ever had sex on your bike? I have with who? I've had sex on a bike. On your Har on your Harley? Not on this Harley. Okay. With who? Because <laughs> <laughs> it fucking wasn't me. <laughs> Jay got me busted. Nice going, Jay Spike. He just got Hollywood thrown under the fucking bus because he did, and it wasn't me. <laughs> you just don't remember. And no, I. Uh, yeah. Okay. And I've been with you ever since your very first bike. So, what you been doing? I don't know. I'm probably a bad boy. All right, whatever. Probably a bad boy. I'll get over it. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> I've never had sex on a bike. Yeah, you have. Have not. You know what? I got a picture right beforehand. No, I have not. It was the white Harley. Oh, when I was sitting on it? No. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't because that was our daughter taking photos of me sitting on the bike. That so. was me. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. I it was our I, daughter. See, I hate when you do that. It was our you, daughter. You're, you're saying that I don't remember. My daughter, I hate that. Our daughter was doing a photo shoot with me and had me sit on the bike in, in the garage. It was our daughter that took that picture. Nice try. <laughs> Busted. 
And that's all for Motorcycle Madhouse this morning. Don't forget to go over to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Install Insane Throttle TV's channel over on Roku. As well as go get the Insane Throttle radio app over on Google Play. Rock on until next time.